vexology uh, of Paul coming out of the high thinking of the love of Christ. And he breaks out in a hymn of praise. <laughs> when he think about how infinite God's love for him, when he thinks about that, that love and what it caused to happen, he gets the can't help it. I know that's right. I know that's right. And begin to break out into these words, this doxology of, of praise. Reading out of the new the King James words, if my eyes see right. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask, I think, according to the power that worketh in us. Only him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen, amen, and amen. Lord, even now, thank you for your presence that is made evidence of his presence, of his presence that is here. Lord, now even give increase in ability as I try to step into this, this word. Lord, move Tracy out the way and let your Shekinah glory be seen. Lord, hide me behind your glory that they may hear you, that they may see you. Make clear what the Spirit is saying. Make clear. Open up our ears that we may hear what the Spirit is saying. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Perhaps, perhaps, this word, this, this doxology should be our Shema. Shema is, is, is that which Jewish people would say in the morning, at night, and throughout the day, to, have, to let them have a mindset of who God is and, and that they are God's people. <laughs> It was based on truth, and, and it, it was trying to set their paradigm that throughout the day, no matter what happened, that they are consciously uh, reminded that, that their God is God. Yeah. Yeah. That they should love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. They would say the Lord God, that is, that is, uh, that is they would say, uh, Elohim Yahweh. The Lord God, he is one. Then he's going to say, love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbors as you love yourself. And, and it was a little bit more, but, but they would say that in, in back in the olden days, even today, Jewish people who, who, who are still going by the Old Testament only say a Shema. Perhaps, perhaps they got it right because what they're doing is taking the word of God and saying, keep it in your mouth. Amen. Meditate it all day. 
so that the truth of it will get on the inside and that there will be a mental shift that happens. And you think, you know what I think that ought to happen in a lot of Christians' minds? A shift. Turn to your neighbor and say, there need to be a shift. There need to be this shift. Listen, watch, watch, watch. God can only do for us as much as we allow him to do. Let let me go to this side because I don't think someone over here heard him. We limit God by the way we think, by us having low expectation and being stuck with no vision. Just because you saved don't mean you believe that God is able. Can, can I go a little bit farther? Just because you believe he's able don't mean you believe he's willing. Some of us believe that God's going to bless everybody else and we don't see what God is doing for us. <laughs> You know, what's it? God, God can be blessing. I mean, what's it? Not only blessing around you, but blessing you, and you don't even see it. In school, psychology class, right? Not, not psychology, but, but social class. And we're talking about cultures, and, and I'm the only. So somehow we got on the subject of. Of, of African-Americans getting caught stealing in the store. Uh-huh. Now, I'm the only... Uh-huh. So I said, you know, after here, I said, perhaps it's because they're the only ones you're watching. I said, of course you're going to have more of them because you're not watching nobody else. I remember going to a store with my son when he was a kid and they literally following us throughout the store. It was a lesson for my son saying, when you go to the store, don't be surprised just because of the color of your skin, you're gonna be followed. All of a sudden, this one guy raised his hand and he said, yes. And this is what he said. He said, you know what, Tracy's right. Uh He said, I work at a store real retail and we we found this old white woman stealing. So we started watching old white women. (laughs) You know what we discovered? There's a whole lot of old white women still here. <laughs> you only see what you are looking for. If you're not looking for it, it could be happening right before your eyes and you don't see it. God is blessing, but perhaps we don't see that he's blessing. And, we, and, we're, and we're complaining about 
what he's not doing when we can't see what he is doing. So, so I said, so it affects how we approach life because our outlook is messed up. I'm not talking about unsafe folks. I'm talking about in the church, hallelujah, title to your name, and, 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 if, and if I didn't have bad luck, I have no luck at all. <laughs> and, 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 what, and, and Paul, here he is. Listen to his life statement. Listen to his philosophy. Now, only him that is able to do exceedingly. I know I don't say exceedingly there, but I'm going by another verse. I like exceedingly. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can pray or imagine. I don't know about you, I can imagine some great things. One version says, this means that he's saying, God can do far infinitely above anything you can imagine. Infinitely means that there's no ending to it. And, and, and the reference is not only does he, is he able, he wants to. Matter of fact, we fall far below what God has in mind for us. Our lack of trust in him has limited him in what he can release in us, through us. Listen, come the Sunday, every Sunday stuff. Because our thinking, our view, our vision, we have brought down to a level and have determined what God is able to do by what has happened to us, the way we have raised, what somebody said to us. You know, if, if mama's stuck, children become stuck. Did you know that some people has never left their community? Did the kids don't leave the community? And they're afraid to leave the community? But if you never leave your community, how you know what's outside of your community? Sometimes the people that is our community is the people we hang around. And if they think negatively, and we think negatively, my brothers and sisters, Paul is talking about that God is bigger grayer, and wants to do, watch this, do in us, do through us 
more than what we can imagine because everybody in here has a purpose and a destiny. Are, are you believing God for something? I'm not talking about a new car. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about where his glory will be seen through you, the impact he can have through you. He'll transform in your life and using you for his glory. You know, you know, you know, if we really get sold out for God, God would take care of stuff. Stuff becomes very little when you're walking in your purpose. You can have all the stuff in the world and still be unhappy. Got a big house, got to go get a bigger one. Got a new car after two years, got to get a newer one. What's happened? You unhappy. Because things are not meant to fulfill us. There, there, there is a purpose and a destiny with our name on it. And watch this. And it's not going to be easy to get there. I, 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 I stood at this port, the port on the, on, the, on, the, on the edge of the Mediterranean Sea. And I saw this other port that was older, that was underwater, but some of it was sticking up. And it was believed to be the port for shipping during the day of Paul. And it was the port that Paul launched from on his first missionary journey. I sat there, I stood there, and I looked to the right, and all I saw was water. I looked to the left, and all I saw was water. I looked in front of me, and all I saw was water. And I said, Paul is a bad shut your mouth. <laughs> Listen, did you know that the sea can have waves over 100 feet high? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And even if you're on one of those big cruisers, it's small compared to the ocean and the sea. I know I'm just ruining it for somebody. And if, and, if, and if God decides to send a wave to swallow up that little toy in his ocean, that toy be gone. Here, Paul, is a wooden with a sail, and there's danger. And Paul looks out from what I was seeing, and he said, there's a world out there. And God is sending me to tell them about my Lord. I saw danger. He saw purpose and opportunity. (laughs) I saw nothing but water. He said there's something beyond the water. Are you waiting for people to verify what God has already told you? Are you allowing fear to stop you from launching and where God has already appointed you? I 
think that when we have a different frame of mind, that the glass won't be half empty. It'd be half full. Then you can thank God for the half. Now, only him. The God who created all the universe. The God who stood on nothing and created everything. The God said, let there be and there was. The God that saved me before the foundation of the world, he saw me, reached into my mess and picked me up. The God that in spite of us, saved us. The God who stepped in right on time. The God that if it wasn't for him on your side, you would have been dead a long time ago. But God had a purpose with your name on it. The bigger your vision of God, the more God can use you. The more you, somehow, we got to get past what we've been through. God will use what you've been through. Did you hear me? God will use what you've been through. There's no limitation with what God can do with you. Say, well, you don't know my story. Oh, yes, he does know your story. Even if you've been on the other side, maybe it's the other side that makes you usable. I keep on telling us, the more broken you are, the more God can use you in your brokenness. But too many of us broken and try to act like we're not broken. Everybody else know we broken and we try to act like we okay. When we get to God and say, okay, Lord, what can you do with a broken me? Turn to your neighbor and say, my God is a big God. Oh, you, you didn't get that. No, no, he's bigger than that. He big, he's bigger than that. Oh, I just got your thought. No, he's bigger than that. No, you got to go bigger than that. I said, no matter how big you think of him, he's bigger than that. <laughs> he's bigger than that. Where is your vision? Do you have a vision, first of all? Because we are limited to the vision that God has, has given to us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, let me show something with you. Let me share something with you. So one of the hardest times in my life, God gave me Psalms 91. I don't know if that's one of your verses. That's one of my verses. And during that time, I, I, I thought I might have been losing my mind to God showed me that the only reason I wasn't losing my mind was because he was keeping me supernaturally. 
Let, let, let me explain. The reason I thought I might have been losing my mind because I knew what I was going through, but I didn't feel what I was going through. So my thought is, it's not normal for me to have such composure in such fiery trials. And then God let me know, I know it's not normal. But whatever I do is not normal. You're not walking in the normality of humanity. You're walking in the supernatural of what God is able to do when you let me. Watch this. Folks expect you to start pulling out your hair. And they would think you crazy. Leave the hair alone. Let me go to somebody else. <laughs> Folks expect you to start pulling out your hair. But when God got you, you can be as cool as a cucumber. And folks would think you crazy because you're not acting crazy. Y'all didn't hear that, did y'all? Folks would call you crazy because you're not acting like anything is wrong and you know what's wrong, but God got you, so folks will call you crazy. Then you have to tell them, what's wrong with you? You want me to go crazy? God got me. There is a supernatural. Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? Don't fool me now. Do you know Jesus? Then there ought to be a supernatural walking, living ability about your life when you tap into who he is. Hold on, let's, let's go over that again. There ought to be a super, not a natural, beyond natural, something about your living that folks can't figure you out. The ones that don't know him trying to figure you out and wonder why you ain't gone crazy. God will put his hands over your head and hold you in perfect peace in the midst of hell. God, you don't have to look what you've been through. Let, let me update that. Thank God. Thank God you don't have to act like what you're going through. You hear me? Just because everybody else around you losing their mind, you don't have to lose your mind. You can put a word on your situation. Situation come now on the him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above according to the power 
that is working in. You know what? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. It's already in you. No, 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 no. The Holy Spirit, who is the third person of the Godhead, is in you. Which means that the power of the Godhead is in you. You don't have to look for it on the outside if your God is already on the inside. Don't tell me what God can't accomplish through you. Tell me what God can't keep you through. Tell me that that power is on the inside, ready to flow on the outside. Tell me what you can't put up with. Here he is in his hometown, and he wants to bless the people of his hometown. And it gets there, and Mark says he could not do many miracles. He's, he's still operating under the power of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit without limits. So, what's wrong? What, why is it that the folks he wants to bless the most can't get blessed? What's it? What's it? What's it? Because it still applies to them. God can be standing right here in front of you, but until you do what you can do, because he won't do for you what you can do for yourself. Do, do you got the use of your hand? Yes, sir. Then reach out and touch my robe. Notice that when he touched, by faith he moved his hand. If I was Jesus, the fact that he reached out and touched me intentionally now releases the power Hallelujah. that's on Jesus. Glory. Now watch this. Because they did not believe, they did not think it was essential to reach out by faith and get what was on him. <laughs> did you hear that? Because of lack of faith, because they did not take him at his word, he was right there, all this power, everything he needs, and all he has to do is reach out, and they sat there. My question is, how many times have we sat there? The word was there. God was prompting us. But we did not take the faith on the inside and reach out and tap into and get a release of his power to strengthen us, to empower us, to set us free that we can be about his business. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can, can I go someplace else? Can I go someplace else? Yes, I'm going to go someplace else. What God tells you, don't wait for friends and family to confirm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I 
to learn the hard way. You can't share everything with everyone. <laughs> Sometimes the closest people are the wrong ones to share with. There's some things, well, can, can, can I go a little bit deeper? Matter of fact, while God is still developing the purpose and envisioning you, keep it to yourself. It's not ready for me to share it until it's clear in my articulation of it. Until I can articulate it, I can't share it. So God hasn't formed or haven't finished developing it in me. I just know something's happening. So pray for me. Something's happening. I don't know what it is yet, but something. I, I, I can't go tell him what it is when I don't know what it is yet. I, I can touch and agree with somebody that understands what I'm talking about. And they say, I'm praying for you that you birth. Yes, sir. What God got in you, we don't know if it's a boy or girl yet, but it's. Is anybody pregnant in the house? Is anybody pregnant in the house? That that type of pregnant, pregnant in your spirit. Is that better? Is that better? Is that okay now? Pregnant in your spirit. There's something in your spirit. Listen, 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 listen. Talking to the wrong person may abort your pregnancy. Everybody not people with vision. Everybody don't want to go to the next level. Everybody don't want to walk to with the Lord that he's prompting you and you are hearing his voice. Watch this. And you're right. If I'm not going to do it, I don't want to see you do it. Because if you're doing it, it's going to be a reflection that I'm not doing it. You know what God says about Israel? God said, you're Israel. God said, because you didn't want to believe in me, I'm going to come over here and bless the Gentiles. Matter of fact, I'm going to bless the Gentiles so much till you get jealous. Matter of fact, I'm going to make you so jealous that after a while, you're going to want what they got, which means you got to believe what they believe because you think you're the chosen people. But since you rejected the way I was going to bless you, I'm going to go to somebody else and bless them. Don't you know that God would take your blessing away and give it to some? I gotta stop right there. I gotta stop right there. <laughs> now on the hill, let me finish this. It's baseball time. It's that's right. It's not baseball season. It's football season, ain't it? Watch this. 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 Paul went to most of the known world. Listen, wasn't easy. 
shipwrecked three times. Can I talk to you? Is this a person coming there? Can you imagine this? Paul was so fixed on the vision that he was, he was shipwrecked and he's holding on to a, a wooden plank, but he knew he was going to make it to shore anyway. But in fact, it said that he was, he was shipwrecked for a night and a day. But nobody kept on holding on because he said, God told me I'm going to make it to shore. So no matter what the devil does, I'm going to make it to shore. And I'm going to hold on till I get to shore. Because my purpose isn't finished yet. He said, now I can hear him holding on. Now only him that is able. Hold on, hold on. Can, can, can I talk to somebody else? Here he is being beat with, with, with rods. And every hit came, pow, now only him. Can't you see him getting stoned by the rocks? And with every stone, now only him. You know what he's doing? He's putting his faith to work. Did you know you got to work your faith? <laughs> did you know? Did, did you know that? Did you got to watch what comes out of your mouth? Amen. Amen. Right on my tongue. When when you going through the hardest storm, you can't let negative interference start coming out of your mouth. Cause once it start coming out of your mouth, it start getting into your brain. Many of us, our blessing was just around the corner and it turned around because you quit believing God for what he said he was going to do. So watch this. You're going to be tested. Let me say this again. Uh, the, 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 the greater the purpose, the harder the test. Yes, uh, can, I, can I say, can I, you, you, you're the youngest of the preachers, right? You're the youngest? Yes, you want to be used by God greatly? Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. You, sh- you no said that. You, huh? Ain't no question. Huh? Ain't no question. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let, let, me, let me transpose for you. Okay. Being used greatly means great storm before you're able to be used. Is your faith strong enough to withstand the onslaught that's coming your way? Uh, Do you believe that your God is able? Unto him. Huh? Unto him. But the devil. But the devil. But the devil. But people won't like it. People won't. Troubles coming. People. People gonna stop you. They're gonna talk about you. They're gonna criticize you. They won't understand oh. you. They're going to put oh. you down. Trouble's oh. coming. Oh, that I can ask or think. His faith too strong. Are you ready to fight? Are you ready to fight? Are you ready to stand flat-footed and say, I know who I am. I know whose I am. Unto him that is able. 
to do it sinnily, abundantly, abundantly. Your faith is the object of the testing. Faith equates to, I trust you, Lord. I trust who you are. I trust what you have already done. Now, 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 now. You know what? I, I, I hear, and, and, and then I'm done. I hear past, present, and future in the now. Somebody said, well, how did you get that? In order to come to the now, I had to come from somewhere. <laughs> See, before there was a now, there was a then. You got me? So, so if I look back at the then of life, and I look back correctly, I can't help but be encouraged for the now. Let me, can do, it. do I need to step into that a little bit more? We was at the prayer breakfast yesterday, and we broke up in groups, and we were praying for one another. I was talking to somebody, and they said, um, and, and they talk about, you know, the past, they said, I was lucky. You know I couldn't let that get by. <laughs> I said, no, you was blessed. The reason why some of us is not more powerful in our faith is because we don't have a correct view of our past. We we think we're lucky. Amen. Amen. Or we think we did it ourselves. We we think we pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps. But the truth of the matter is, if you get a correct view of your past, nobody, it's been nobody, I mean nobody, I mean no, no, nobody. I, I thank God for my mama and my daddy, but it's been nobody but the Lord who brought you through. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Should have been dead sleeping in my grave. But the Lord's been good. Do we really recognize that we've been through trouble seen and trouble not seen? Do we really recognize that if the devil had his way, he would have killed us before we got saved? Do we really recognize it was God that kept us with the little bit of sense we got. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me tell you a secret. I'll tell you the secret. Nobody's elevator go all the way to the top. Nobody, 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 nobody. Some of our elevators go higher than others, but that's about. That's about it. That's about it. <laughs> yes, sir. 
Some floors missing. <laughs> the buttons are missing. <laughs> they don't work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But God takes the brokenness. And if you trust him, God will even skip floors and take you higher than what you ever thought you could go. That's what Paul is saying. He said, he said, he said, don't come to God with your smallness. When God is not big enough, we fight over little things. Yes, yes we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we can. Yes, sir. When God got an anchor on you, I mean, when you show enough anchored in the awesomeness of who he is, it doesn't matter what life throws at you. You find your place of equilibrium. And you may bend, but you don't break. The wind blows. The storm comes. The rain falls. But I know in whom I believe. Been up, been down. But I know in whom I believe. I will survive. I will make it. Because I know. Question. Do you know in whom you believe? Got a question. Do you serve a small God? Do you serve a medium-sized God? Or do you serve a big God? Listen, listen. When he's a great, awesome, infinite, Big God, you can praise him in the midst of the storm when the bills are behind, when you lost your job, when family acting crazy, when the kids done gone crazy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm telling you, the time is coming that in the midst of your crying, Instead of crying, you got to have to stir up the joy that is within you. That's got the news. Something bad happened. But wait a minute. It couldn't have happened if God didn't allow it to happen. If God allowed it to happen, he got a plan and a purpose for it to happen. So since it happened, God must be up to something. So now I feel my joy coming. Now I feel my excitement coming. Oh, I'm still hurting. Matter of fact, I might be limping, but I'm still going to press. Is there anybody limping? Is there anybody believing God with a limp? Is there anybody say I'm hurt right now? But hallelujah, hallelujah.
heal. That is able. That is able. That is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. Oh, 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 can imagine according to the power on the inside of you. How awesome is your God in your eyes? In your eyes. Did it ought to affect your talk. Yes, sir. It ought to affect your attitude. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Ought to affect where you believe God's going to take you and how he's going to bring you through. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. didn't catch what I'm saying because they can't even praise him with me. If you can't open up your mouth and praise him, then how you expect God to bless you? We shout about everything else, then we're going to come to church and look cute. Maybe your blessing is in your praise. Hallelujah! 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 We we still too cute. God's been too good to all of us. The whole back on Him. Maybe your blessing is in your radical play. Let's try it one more time. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, he is just as good. I hear something. Somebody says, it don't take all of that. Let me explain. Maybe for you, it don't 
but that means you haven't been through the hell I've been through. <laughs> I've been through hell and back. So for me, it takes all of that and more. God wants you to experience him in a deeper way. And today, maybe God is telling you to come on, give your life to him. Come on and be part of this fellowship. And watch this. Your next blessing is depending on your obedience. If you're here today and you want the ministers to pray with you, come on. Come on and get your blessing. Follow the tug at your heart. It's not me tugging at your heart. It's the Holy Spirit. So if God is tugging, come get your blessing. Come get your blessing. If you're here today and you're fighting, why are you going to fight being blessed when God is tugging at your heart today? Come on. If you're here, if you just need prayer, 